Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Joel, where today we will talk about the difference between sin and weakness. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to A Cup of Joel, everybody. I am excited that you're here for the third installment of this part of the podcast of the ACAL Life, and I hope you all enjoy what um, Joel has to offer and share with each of us today. We did record this back in the middle of November, so we do talk about Thanksgiving a little bit, which I know at this point seems like forever away ago, even though it was only about a week and a half ago. But I thought what we were talking about was kind of funny, and you might enjoy that. I hope you enjoy what we discussed today on the difference between sin and weakness. Okay, Joel, welcome back to the podcast. I love it. Good day, good day, Megan. How have you been this beautiful fall season? I'm good. It's finally turned cold here in Missouri. Thank heavens. Is it cold in North Carolina? Yes. Yeah. Um, We're slightly below the latitude of St. Louis. Mm -hmm. You're more online with Washington, D.C. We're four hours south of that. but it's, it's very, it's quite, we had a cold snap here this week, mm-hmm. but all the leaves are turning color and are so you I ready to, for Thanksgiving? Um, yeah, we actually got invited to somebody's house. So that's oh, good. Kind of yeah. Good. Do you have to, no turkey then for you. That's nice. No. Yes. I just have just to make get, pies. And yes. And and, sweet potatoes. And, but I don't have to get my house ready. So that's huge. So. Yes. That is big. Yeah. That is big. That would be nice. So. You know, we all appreciate the, the cultures of our Thanksgiving youth. And one of mine, which I guess you'll call quite tacky, Emily Post would not approve. <laughs> for whatever reason, my mom would open up the can of cranberries from the Piggly Wiggly and then just dump the can into a small bowl shaped like the can. And it was so cool. <laughs> and as an adult, I would go to other people's homes and the cranberries all be mushed up like it should be. And I would go, right. but where's the can shape? <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving. It's not real cranberries if it's not shaped like a can. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my mom yeah. makes a, a cranberry sauce from oh, scratch. From scratch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't always do that. But I actually think the ones in a can are pretty good. I mean, well, I don't think they're bad. So If they're shaped like a can, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it t- changes the, the taste if you mash it up, Joel. <laughs> yeah, everything. It ruins the whole day. Even you know, the football games get soured. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when I went to Israel, I was there during the fall over Thanksgiving. And we were in yeah. the... I think we were in the Sea of Galilee for Thanksgiving. And so we were at this kibbutz. And so they had put on this like huge dinner for us. And it was so cute to see how they thought Thanksgiving was in America because they decorated everything in red, white, and blue. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and then the turkeys, they brought out these turkeys on these carts and they had like sparklers coming out. <laughs> 
It was like the 4th of July. The 4th of July. Thought it was Thanksgiving. And I was like, I, I was just thinking about that recently. I'm like, I should put a sparkler on my turkey every year. Just you do that. Of that. You like, do it. it was just so funny. I was like, wow, they're trying so hard, but they got it so wrong. <laughs> I love that story. That is a great story. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I always think of sparkler turkeys on Thanksgiving now. So okay. I was, okay. I was really sad to miss football that year. My brother always watched football. I'm not a huge yes. football fan. Yes. To me, Thanksgiving football right. should be in the background. And so there was in no the background, background, right? So I That's was right. Kind of That's correct. That. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Fair okay. enough. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, all credit for today's chat goes to Wendy Ulrich. And I do not know Wendy Ulrich from Adam or Eve in this case. <laughs> Wendy wrote an article uh, that was published in the Insign, and it gets my vote for Insign Article of the Year. 2015. She wrote an article that was published in the July 2015 issue entitled, It Isn't a Sin to be Weak. She makes a number of points in her article, which I have pondered over again and again, which continue to resonate with me. I wouldn't mind running a few of those by you, Megan, just to see what you think. All right. I'm excited. In her article, she does a, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) She does a great job distinguishing between sin and and weakness. And I've never really given much thought about the differences between the two. In fact, I've kind of always lumped them together. Um, Wendy describes them, well, that we often think of them as, you know, different sized black marks on the fabric of our souls. I thought, ooh, that's quite poetic. <laughs> that is kind of how I thought about them. Yeah, they're kind of the same thing. One's probably a few degrees worse than the other, but they're both bad. They both go in the bad category. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, you know, Wendy in her article accurately and correctly points out that sin and weakness are inherently different. They have different causes. They require different remedies. They produce different results in our lives. You know, truly sin and weakness have little in common at all. Hence the title of her article. It is not a sin to be weak. Let's talk about what she means. Okay. Um, what I mean by this uh, topic. Let's start with sin, since sin happens to be something I'm quite familiar with, and perhaps some of our listeners are as well. You know, what is the definition of sin? For the purpose of today's discussion, let's say that sin is willful disobedience to God. Yes, we can go far deeper than that, but we don't have all day. We'll just leave it as that. Sin is willful disobedience to God. What's the source of sin? Well, that would be Lucifer. Sin is encouraged by Satan. He's the one who tempts us to willfully disobey God. Did Jesus sin? No, he did not. What is the solution to get rid of sin? Well, that would be repentance, as we all well know. What is God's response in return? He gives us forgiveness. And what's the result of all of that? We're cleansed from sin, back to square one, if you will. I realize we're not really, but for the purposes of this discussion, we're wiped clean, God remembers them no more, back to square one, and let's try again and maybe not sin the next time. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've broken any new ground here, Megan. I don't think I've said anything that our listeners do not not already know. Um, All that's kind of good, basic, you know, 
Christian Doctrine 101, or certainly LDS Doctrine 101. So now let's look at weakness and ask those very same questions and see what the answers are. So what's the definition of weakness? Well, for the, for the purposes of her article in this discussion, it's kind of a, a different definition. Weakness is defined for our purposes as a limitation on the human condition. It has nothing to do with your personality, that you're timid or you're a pushover or bullies kick sand on you at the beach. That's not what we're talking about by weakness. It's a limitation on the human condition. It comes with mortality. It's a limitation on our wisdom, our power, and our holiness. It just comes from being human. We live in a terrestrial state, um, so we, we're, none of that can be celestial, just by definition, mm -hmm. in this earth life. We lack stamina. We lack skill. We lack strength. We experience physical and mental and emotional illness. We're subjected to temptations of many kinds. Does that make sense? Yeah, Meg, when totally. I describe weakness in this way, so it's important to remember that because later on we'll say some things that people will go, ah, eh, no, that's not right. <laughs> well, it is if we think of weakness that way. Yes, I get um, that. So what is the source of our weakness? Well, interestingly, it's the Savior. Hmm. What did the Savior say to Ether? When the two were talking about the subject, we read about it in chapter 12. I, Jesus, gave unto man weakness. Our weaknesses were built into the human condition by God himself. Whereas the source of sin is Lucifer, the source of weakness is the Savior. Mm -hmm. Did Jesus have weakness? Well, did Jesus have sin? No, he did not. But Jesus, did Jesus have weakness? Yes, he most certainly did. He was born mortal, no different than you and me. The scriptures tell us he endured the same maladies and the same infirmities, just like everyone else. He was subjected to the same temptations, just like you and me. His body got tired. He needed to eat. He needed to sleep, same as everyone else. Again, we've got to remember our definition of weakness. Some people kind of, when I've had this discussion with others, they, they get a little bit righteous indignation. Oh, Jesus was not weak. Jesus was, mm -hmm. was perfect. Well, mm -hmm. no. I'm not talking about weaknesses in he was timid and the Pharisees pushed him around and he cowered. No, 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 no. He was quite bold and confident. But he was weakness in, yeah, he probably got the, the measles when he was five, just like every other kid in Bethlehem. And yeah, he stubbed his toe and it bled and, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. Mm -hmm. So yes, Jesus was weak, just like everyone else. Well, let's remember our definition of weakness. We're not talking about definition, weakness of personality. He was strong in faith. Okay. You're talking he about weakness upon, of the flesh. Yes. He had to learn line upon line, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. All righty. So what's the solution to rid ourselves of weakness. Well, again, let's turn back to the Savior's words to Ether. What did he say? I give unto men weakness. Why? That he may be humble and come unto me. This is an important distinction between weakness and sin. You want to get rid of sin? You have to get repent. But repentance does not free us from weakness. 
-hmm. We can repent all day long. At the end of the day, we'll be just as weak as when we started because the remedy for weakness is not repentance. It's humility and coming to God through prayer as a humble child. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little bit. I'm a little bit confused on do you ever really overcome weakness? Let me continue. Okay. And then uh, we'll come back to that. Okay. Maybe that'll be partly answered a couple of the questions that we'll ask ourselves here. Okay. What is God's response in return? Mm-hmm. If we approach him in humility with our weakness mm-hmm. um, and, and in prayer. Again, let's go back to Ether chapter 12. What does God promise uh, Ether? It's grace. God says, I'll give us grace when we bring our weaknesses to him in humility. And what's the result of that? Strength. God says our weakness can become strong. All right, let's define grace once again. Okay. You know, grace is, is God's power given freely to us, mm-hmm. you know, for, for whatever reason. You know, there but for God's grace go I. There but for God's power just given to me because he loves me. I couldn't have done what I did. That's mm-hmm. grace. So, I mean, can we ever truly get rid of weaknesses? I certainly can't say no. Mm-hmm. But I can say that they become strong. And we'll talk about that too. You know, this article resonated with me because I beat myself up over my sins, which I should. But mm-hmm. I also beat myself over over my weaknesses, which I should not do. And our listeners should not do. Because weaknesses are from God. And anything from God is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So why are our weaknesses good? Well, they're good because they cause me, if I'm smart, to humble myself and approach God in prayer. That's a good thing. God gives you and me weaknesses as as an excuse or reason, if you will, to draw closer to him. Mm -hmm. So back to your question, do we ever truly get rid of weakness? We use an example or two from the scriptures. Moroni lamented that his writing was weak. Remember that at the very end of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Remember his lament? You know, the Lamanites and others' readers will, will mock the mm-hmm. book, the writings, because of their weakness. They're strong mm-hmm. in speaking, but weakness in writing. Okay. Interestingly, what did God say in return? He, he never, I'll tell you what he didn't say. He didn't say, Moroni, I'll make your writing strong. Moroni's writing never did improve, but what God did was compensate by saying, Moroni 3.5, if everybody will come to me in sincerity, I will manifest unto them the truthfulness of your weak words. Mm-hmm. So God found a way to make the whole thing strong, but he didn't change Moroni. Mm-hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, kind of like Moses. Yes. Make Moses great in speaking, right? Yes. And Aaron, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the end, Moses was very strong, but his weakness remained with him. But God, through his grace, found a way for Moses to be strong in spite of the weakness. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. 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 So I think that that is a huge lesson for you and me and our listeners. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, 
approach God in our weakness, but don't expect God to just make the weakness go away, to make it disappear. Mm-hmm. So what weaknesses, let's just throw a few out. You know, um, I procrastinate, mm-hmm. or I've got a temper. Let's mm-hmm. use temper. That's a good one. Okay. Um, difference between a temper with weakness and sin. To have a temper is not a sin. Now, to manifest your temper, to act on your temper, can turn into a sin. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, yell or hit or just do stuff you should not do. Mm-hmm. But just the act of having a or being, you know, having a short fuse. Mm-hmm. All the repentance in the world, at the end of the day, you still have a short fuse. Mm-hmm. So with God's grace, you'll still have that short fuse maybe the rest of your life but god can help temper you to control it he can make it a a strength if you will interesting yeah Yeah. i like that so when i have a short fuse it's not my fault i can remember (laughs) that god gave me the short fuse he gave me the short fuse (laughs) well yeah Yeah. true Mm -hmm. i'm smiling at what you said um it's still a weakness it's still Mm -hmm. We'll put it in the not a good category, mm-hmm. but we'll put it in the, I'm not going to beat myself up over a category. I will use this as a way to draw closer to God. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. So do you think that really God would never take that away? I think sometimes God does take weaknesses away. I can never say never when it comes to heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm inclined to say though, for our listeners, that most of the time he would not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think to, th- you know, far be it for me to think like God thinks, but he gave those to us so we could draw closer to him. That's what he mm-hmm. said. I'm giving this to you so you'll be humble and draw closer to me. So mm-hmm. to remove them completely, will that remove at least one way, reason for us to be humble and draw closer to him? Maybe I wouldn't want that when I'm esoteric and, you know, seeing big picture and, mm-hmm. you know, all holier than thou. I think don't remove my weakness. I actually appreciate yet another reason to be humble and draw closer to you. Just make it strong. But, you know, you're right. He could, he could easily move the weaknesses away. I kind of liken that to, um, you know, some testimonies, how you get a testimony. You see, read about, oh, <laughs> um, the guy who went hunting all day but prayed. Enos. Enos. I think not either. <laughs> Too many e- Enos. Enos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Enos prayed all day, and with it, you know, I don't know how long you hunt all day, but in the space of twelve or eighteen hours, you got all these great testimonies. Mm-hmm. Well, for most of us, it takes us weeks and months and even years to gain such things. You know, right. Alma and Paul both fainted, and within two or three days, awoke born again with incredible change. Well, most of us, that doesn't happen to. Most of us, it's line upon line, precept upon precept over life to rid ourselves of the natural woman and become a godly woman. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, there's always a few, but most of us will keep yeah. our weaknesses. I think an important distinction though, maybe you made this and I just didn't catch it, is that sin does not create weakness. Correct. Right? I would agree with that. So like sometimes people say, oh, they're going through that hardship because they did something wrong. (laughs) 
And I'm like, mm, I'm not yeah. so sure that that's always the case. Like no. a lot of times, you know, people will say, you know, I've been doing everything right. Why did my child get cancer? Or why did my husband die? Or why did, why did we lose our job? Yeah. Like, why did God let those happen? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just think that's part of mortality. Yeah. yeah. It's not because you did anything wrong. It's not because you sinned. Right. It's because you have a mortal body that is going to have issues at times, which sometimes causes you to get cancer, which sometimes causes people to get in car accidents or. Oh, whatever. yeah, of course. No, that's. So those are weaknesses that cause pain, of course, and, oh, yeah. and heartache, but they're not a result of sin. You are resonating with me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, what, those Pharisees took the blind man to Jesus and say, you know, who sinned here? Did this blind guy sin or did his parents sin? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said what you said. No one sinned. Mm-hmm. You know, he's blind. So, A, you can show some compassion. I'm giving him blindness so you can have a chance to improve. So you'll come to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just part of the human condition. Ask yeah. Job about bad things happening mm-hmm. because you sin. No, no, most of the bad things just happen because this is a testing ground, and we can't get yeah. tested if hard stuff doesn't come our way. Right. Yeah, and I think that what you just said is you said, you know, Jesus said, I gave him blindness. I think that that also is an exception. Oh, I true, and I, should have, I didn't mean it. You're right. You're yeah, right. so I don't think God gives us those things. I think he allows those yeah, things yeah, yeah. to happen. yeah. Like he's like, it's, I got it all covered. (laughs) I sit corrected. I sit corrected. (laughs) Yes. You know, so I don't think God gives us those trials necessarily. I'm not a believer in that. I'm like, he allows them to happen. Yes. Yes. But it's because he has such a bigger picture. Yes. And he's like, I have all of that stuff covered. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not worried about the fact that these things happen. Yes. He, of course, is worried about the sin because that's where our choice comes in. Right. That's what he's worried about. But he's not worried about, um, you know, the, the mortal weaknesses. Right. He's not worried that's about correct. that so much. So, that's correct. I mean, in the, correct. only in the sense that he wants you to come to him. That's why he gave them, as you said. Right. He's always right. concerned about us coming to him and developing yeah. that relationship. So. As I read yeah. this article, Megan, I really appreciated the life, the mortal, mortal life of our Savior more than I ever had. Because mm-hmm. uh, now I could liken him unto me. Uh, mm-hmm. I have weaknesses and I have strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can put me in a room with 55 bottles of great high-quality alcohol, lock me in, and come back. 17 weeks later, and I will not have touched any of them. That just mm-hmm. happens to be a strength of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can put me in a room I, of junk food, you know, and come back and it'll all be gone. And I don't think that's a weakness, but I'm just trying to make an analogy here. Mm-hmm. J- Jesus had strengths and weaknesses, just like the rest of us, based on the definition of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yet, he never succumbed to his weaknesses like I succumb to mine and you succumb to yours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, how did he do that? Mm-hmm. How did he possibly go all those years without sinning based on those inherent weaknesses that he got? Mm-hmm. So now I truly am amazed and appreciative 
of the life he lived. And mm-hmm. I, right now, I tend to want to say that to him next time I see him. How did you do it? How did you do that? I am so impressed, Savior, with, with your ability to pull that off. I couldn't do it. Well, I'm going to attribute it to the fact that he was part God. <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking that half God thing probably helped a lot. Well, uh, <laughs> he certainly had, uh, well, he learned line upon line. The scriptures do say that. So. Right. Yeah. Holy but he cow. learned right away. Yes. It was like he, an instantaneous learning. Oh, yeah. By the time he was 12, mm-hmm. he lost in the temple, or his family thought he was lost in the temple. Lost, anyway. He was running circles around everybody. Mm-hmm. So something happened those first 12 years that didn't happen to me in my first 12 years, mm-hmm. or my first 55 years, even. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think, I think you can see that weakness probably the most in him as he hung on the cross. You know, because he was like, mm-hmm. please, or when he bled in the garden. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to do this. Right. This is right. not comfortable. Yes. Or fun in any manner. Yes. <laughs> you know, not, you know, he probably didn't wouldn't ever use that word fun, but um, enjoyable, you know, and yeah. not something I really want to feel right now. Right. This is going to be harder than anybody led me to believe. Is there another way? That kind mm-hmm. of is what, to me, is what he said. Mm-hmm. And the answer was, no, there's no other way. And he goes, okay, mm-hmm. all right, then let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't mean he wanted to do it. Right. Which I think is key for yeah. us. Like, right. you know, I may get a weakness in my yeah. life and I may yeah. not want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, you know, a sickness or something like that, but yeah, you just deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to go through chemo. I'm not asking yeah. for this, but right. I will go through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great discussion. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I would encourage our readers to find this article. Just okay. Google it. It is not a sin to be weak. In April 2015. Correct? That's correct. Ensign. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll link to it in the show notes for people. Yeah. So yes. go to that. Maybe awesome. Wendy will hear this and Maybe write in will. and say. That would be exciting. We could like interview her. Yes. About more what she said. So, yes. Yeah. Great. Maybe. Well, thanks so much. You're most welcome. I'm excited you, for this. You have a happy Thanksgiving with you and your family. Yes. This will actually air after Thanksgiving. So ah. we will have had a great Thanksgiving. Then you edit and that out. We will be in uh, Disney world. So. Whoa. You taking your kids out of school or are you going over Christmas? Uh, we're taking them out of school the week after Thanksgiving. So. Elementary school kids, I've always thought, you know, no, no harm, yeah. no foul, yanking them out. Your middle schooler, she may come home to a yeah. pile and of... She's uh, my most work. responsible child probably at this point, so... Takes okay after her that. father. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she does in many ways. She has not inherited my, many of my weaknesses. Touche, so. <laughs> touche. <laughs> Thank heavens for that. So do you have a subject for us for next month? It will be the new year. January. It will be the new year. And you know, um, our listeners aren't aware that we're taping this podcast at uh, seven bloody o'clock in the morning <laughs> and my brain's not working and I have no idea what we're doing next month. All right. Well, so, it'll be a surprise. That's a teaser to everybody. That's <laughs> I'm right. sure it'll be good. Oh my gosh. Goal setting. Yeah. <laughs> 
early to bed, early to rise. That's right. That's what it's on. Getting yeah. up early and getting stuff done. Ugh. All right. Well, that's great. Well, we will look forward to that next month then. All right, Megan. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye.